U-G-L-Y You ain't got no alibi You ugly Yeah, yeah, you ugly Hello you guys and welcome to We're Podding This Together You know, this is the podcast where we guide you through all of your favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies Thanks for listening. I'm Josh. I'm Lori. (laughs) And today we have a special guest with us. I'm Gina. I'm back again. Yay! Yay! Today is another special episode because we're doing another show-off. And today we're watching the pilot of the Lizzie McGuire show. I think it's just called Lizzie McGuire. I think it is just Lizzie McGuire, but... Just Lizzie (laughs) McGuire. What is this about? It's about the origin story of how Hilary Duff and Aaron Carter met. I believe that to be true, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> uh, actually, it's about how Hilary Duff is still amazing and has always been amazing. And will always be amazing. True. But if you had to sum this up in like one sentence uh, provided by IMDb, what would that be? That sentence would be... Well, then I was on the IMDb instead of the... <clears throat> oh, you can... Yeah. The daily adventures of an adolescent girl whose real thoughts and emotions are expressed by her sarcastic animated alter ego. <gasps> is how I personally would describe it in one sentence. Do you guys remember the animated, like, sequences? They were so cool. Like, I wanted to watch this show because of that. I don't I don't even know why. It just it seemed like the coolest thing ever when I was a kid. It was cool. I remember loving this show. Like I I thought they were like very relatable because I was a spazzy kid too, so the stuff the cartoons said were the things that you wanted to say to people and to your parents and stuff but couldn't. So it was cool that like she had an outlet for it basically. It was like a journal persona. Mm-hmm. I like the theme song a lot too. That holds up. I want to know who sings that. I tried to find it. I'm going to try to find it. I'm going to find it in like three seconds. Good. That's one of those uh, intros where everyone's like, wait, what is actually going on? Why are there basketballs flying everywhere? Like, I thought they were like kickballs. But like, yeah, they like toss toss a kickball or something to each of the characters as they get introduced. And like, it, the song... The montage, everything about it is so 90s. Was this even in the 90s or was this early 2000s? I think it's early 2000s. Yeah, I think it, it was early like 2000. It, it, it was so like borderline the new millennium Yeah. that like, oh, I loved it. Like the song is so pro-femme, <laughs> like late 90s. I'm just like, yes, Disney. I like think <laughs> the weirdest thing about kind of having lived through those times are like when you finally look at look back at them you realize how like distinguishable they are mm-hmm. so this song was sung by somebody named angie jury shout out to angie uh, it looks like she's done a lot of work with Dinsey dir- directly like she did a cover of we will rock you we are the champions i guess the show was originally supposed to be called where was it i found it uh like- what's lizzie thinking According oh. to IMDb, was almost the name, which I That's think very Lizzie McGuire is just <laughs> better. Did you guys watch this on the Disney Channel? Yes. I, 
Yeah. I think this was like one of, I didn't watch that much Disney Channel growing up actually, but I know this was like one that I definitely watched frequently. This, I, I don't know when this came out. Well, I mean. <clears throat> 2001. <laughs> I don't know what was going on in my life around then, but <laughs> we didn't have cable. So this was like ABC Family Saturdays. And you had to wake yeah. up at like 9 o'clock in order to watch oh, yeah. Lizzie McGuire. I, never... I always thought it was like a girly show, but I was like, you know what? It's cool. I'll watch it. It's fine. I never, I never remember like sitting down to watch this show, but I remember watching this show. Well, this was actually Josh and I were watching. So like when this podcast started, Josh and I were watching this movie together via Skype and <clears throat> Sammy was watching an actual decom. And so it was like kind of this movie that spawned the whole idea to do this, oh. even though it's the Lizzie McGuire movie. I don't think is a decom. I think it was like theatrical release or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, duh. You think they could have had Paulo in there uh, <laughs> if it wasn't a theatrical release? I don't think so. <laughs> yes, um, Paulo. What about Hilary Duff? Like, is this her first TV show? She's had kind of a career in acting before this. Did she? I think she did like one. You guys. Have oh, she's from Texas. Casper? I thought Casper was after. Oh, no, she wasn't Casper. She was a little baby. She was Wendy. That wasn't in the Casper with Devin Sawa, though. No, that one. Uh, she was. It was Casper meets Wendy. It was like, a, I think, a straight to video thing. Yes. It's really and it cute, was, though. <laughs> it was great. So, yeah, this show is just pretty cool. I think I remembered a lot about it. That like, song to- hit me. Yeah, compared to <laughs> Even Stevens, which we watched uh, a while ago, I didn't really remember anything. I don't think Even Stevens holds up as much. Like, even just from this one episode, like, I had to force myself to stop and not continue watching. Whereas oh with gosh, Even Stevens, yeah. I watched one episode and I was like, well, that's enough for now. I haven't rewatched Even Stevens. I did listen to the episode. I didn't rewatch the show, though. And this one, I, yeah, I immediately went into the second episode and was like, I probably have other things I should be doing right now. Yeah. But this show is really cool, so yeah. I'm going to keep going. I like how she was, uh, she kind of reminded me of um, Melissa Joan Hart and Calista Explains It All, where it was like, I don't think there's very often a, a show for teen girls that's like centered around a teen girl, and it's not about typical girl stuff. Like, she was oh, into yeah. that stuff, but it had other focuses, and she was also like, I mean, obviously there was Kate, the bully, or whatever, but... Lizzie herself was very imperfect, and that was kind of cool. See, I feel like Disney especially does the um, teen girl story. Like, they they do it a lot. And I think this was kind of a back-to-basics where... And I'm pulling from shows that came out after this, but, like, The Wizards of Waverly, Pla- Waverly Place, it was about what's-her-face with the powers. Hannah Montana, she was trying to be an or- ordinary girl, but she was a pop star, like... They all had, like, a different aspect of mm. of that. And this was just a regular girl trying, just trying to be a regular girl and make it. I think that's why it resonated so well. And it kind of deals with real topics in a way without being preachy. And it's mm-hmm. also funny. And there's also, they, like, use the parents and the brother a lot and other characters in the show. It's not all just about Lizzie. So it doesn't feel like it's mm-hmm. all on her or something. So this first episode starts out with uh, 
cheerleading, which is a pretty typical like high school girl theme, and she wants to try to be a cheerleader. So Lizzie decides that she wants to try out for the cheerleading team, and her friends aren't super into it. I think uh, Gordo has a line where he's like, anything that's forcing other people to be happy is a sin or something like that. I, I really like how this opens up because... You could tell that, like, Lizzie wasn't like, oh, I want to be a cheerleader. But she's like, it'd be cool to be a cheerleader. It'd be cool to be popular and, like, you know, fit in with the team and everything like that. Yeah, we can tell that it's definitely not who she is when they show her tryout, which is <laughs> the oh, dear funniest. Lord. Like, no, no school, like, just, like, throws you out there and is like, okay, make something up. Like, yeah. they always have, like, routines. I feel like Hillary Duff grabbed some like pom poms and was just goofing around, and they happened to have the camera set up. And then, like, <laughs> afterwards, she was watching the first episode and, like, found out they had actually used it instead of the routine they actually choreographed. It looked like that could be the case. But her friends are there and they're like, nice try. Yeah, her friends, it's cool because they start by showing that they're not super into her doing the cheerleading thing. But then when it comes down to it, when she actually needs them to be supportive, they're still there for her. And she's super upset that she didn't get on the team and that the girl Kate did but it's funny because clearly uh, you if you've ever auditioned for anything you know when it didn't go well oh yeah. and you're like yes. okay and I clearly did not it. get that yeah I feel like it was she was more upset that Kate made it and she didn't than the fact that she didn't make it yeah like that was the only reason she was like man ugh. they get back home and they show this crazy little brother who has a lizard named lizzie i get that it's he's kind of an antagonistic to her the whole time and he it's meant to be like oh they named this thing after you but also it's actually a lizard so naming it lizzie especially since it comes from his class like could have just been a coincidence maybe but knowing Mm -hmm. that brother you know it's not i feel like the brother is trolling this whole episode um but lizzie is like you guys said really upset that she didn't make it in that the audition did not go well but her mom is there to support her she's like honey here's a list of reasons that you're perfect i love the parents i think they were so well cast because like her mom is this like cute little lady who like is all about like helping her kids and like making them better and like the dad is also like that he's a little clueless and like i maybe it's just the actor i always associate him with a nerd because he's from revenge of the nerds of course she would have a nerdy dad and like kind of a nerdy mom that like that's why she's the way she is like that's why she's kind of socially awkward is because like her parents are too (laughs) i really like the editing in this part uh they kind of like list off the th- different things and then like show different scenes. It's just really fun. Yeah, I I really enjoyed, especially since this was this was the pilot. I mean, this is the first episode, so this would be considered the pilot. I really loved their use of the animation and the cutaways and the montages that we can get into later. But like, I thought they were used really well at a good pace. Yeah, it was fun. It was entertaining. It went by really fast. Like you guys said, I wanted to just watch the next episode because, you know, 20 minutes felt like nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, and, like, something, an issue we had with the Even Stevens, just to compare it to that again, is in that episode, uh, our guest host Ryan mentioned that he didn't feel like he knew any of the other characters. Like, even 
like Lewis, who's meant to be the focus, I think we didn't really know a bunch versus this one. I think we got a really good flavor of not only Lizzie, but her best friends, her enemy, her parents, her brother and everybody in such a short amount of time was really impressive. Yeah. And what cool ways to do it. But with like the animations and with this cool little bit where her mom's like, you're beautiful. You have great friends, Gordo and Miranda, <laughs> and they're wonderful. And you're smart and compassionate to help around the house. And you're kind of strangers. And then the brother's like, and she's housebroken. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, that's fair. It's nice that she's I mean, that is a good trained. point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then we get the typical, like, I remember this, like, talking on an instant messenger to her friend. And was it Lizzie that made the comment right away that, like, oh, Kate stuffs her bra and then somehow very, it's always with, like, two <laughs> buttons on TV. They send it to every single person on their class roster. Yeah. I wonder where that button is on my email. Like, can you show me class roster button? Uh, I don't want to hit that ever. Especially on, like, Instant Messenger. I won't say AOL Instant Messenger because it wasn't due to, you know, yeah sponsorships. But, like, on any Instant Messenger, I never had everyone in the class. Like, I you didn't want everyone in the class. type in their email and, like, add them as a contact. It was, like, a deal back in the day. Well, and there was, like, a fun comment, too, where they're like, we sent it to the whole class. And Gordo's like, well, only the ones that have computers, at least. And Lizzie's like, we sent it to 67% of the class. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yes, Lizzie makes the, Kate only got it onto the cheerleading squad because she stuffs her bra. Which I laughed out loud. And it wasn't, it's not even that bad, but, like, that's her, like, put down. Here comes the confrontation when Kate comes up to Miranda and she's like, which one of you freaks sent this to everyone? And then Lizzie starts stuttering. Miranda takes the blame and Gordo and Miranda are like, Lizzie, you cannot handle confrontation. Oh she tries to defend herself for like half a second before she agrees with them and realizes that she can't. They said like, oh, at this person's birthday party, you ate the strawberry ice cream that you're allergic to because you didn't want to tell them you didn't want it. <laughs> I was yes. like, yes, that's me. Like, <laughs> I can relate to that. Someone, like, gives you disgusting food and you're like, thank you. And then you eat it because, and you're just like, oh. We go back to the McGuire household where they find out that the pet lizard has escaped. And I like how it seemed like they were using a, like, anytime they're at the house, they used a handheld camera looking thing. Yeah. And the places they had the parents looking for it, like, first you, they check in the fridge and then they check... Like, above the fridge in this bowl thing. And the dad finds money and the mom has to, like, distract him away from the money. And then they, like, look inside the vacuum canister and just, like, the most ridiculous places. They do a lot of cool um, hand and differently angled camera tricks. It felt very, like, accessible, I guess. Like, something that, like, you and your friends would make together. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, obviously, they don't find the lizard because they're looking oh. in, like... At this point, we don't know, but, like, the lizard's actually in the tank still, but, yeah. We go back to the school, and Kate is pranking Miranda. There's, she tells Miranda that this super cute boy wants to talk to her, and it's the most awkward thing. She's like, hey, they told me you wanted to talk to me. No, I don't. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Are you but sure? Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, fun. Yeah, there's a bunch of pranks. They have, like, a, I can't. They had a poster that they had hung up with Miranda's face on it. I can't remember what it said. Um, Missing Dog goes by the name Miranda or something yeah. like that. 
Oh yeah, was that was mean. so mean. Yeah. This whole trend, this whole montage though, they have a really funny cover of an ACDC song playing the Dirty oh. Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, which cracked me up so much. I know. I was like, I can't believe they put that in here. There's a lot of other pranks that ensue, like stuffing the locker full of tissues, which there was very obviously like a hand in the locker throwing tissues out. I didn't notice that. I'm surprised that like no one helped her like no one helped kate when the tissues were coming out and when they had the pictures of miranda up as the dog like miranda just stood there and like was shocked and then lizzie was the one who was like ripping them down when they showed her i'm like why wouldn't you immediately just be like no one no one see these like i'm just gonna take them all down like lizzie's having bad dreams or she's imagining i think like the pranks escalating basically and like how much pain Miranda's probably going through, even though Miranda doesn't care. And so she's tossing and turning all night, thinking about how she's letting her friend take the blame for this. Meanwhile, at home, Matt comes home, the little brother, and the parents are like, um, so, the lizard. And he's like, oh, he's right here um, under this rock. Um, I thought that was a stick. But then he's like, she looks dead. <laughs> Um, and, and basically all we have to do, or all we have to go off of is that it's a little brown, not really breathing, you know. They should have shown more of the lizard, or they should have shown the lizard, but I understand why they wouldn't want to. It's better left to the imagination, but. So they have a funeral, which I remember, I think the closest I'd come to this is once in first grade, we had a class frog that died. So we had like a huge funeral for it, like behind the playground at a tree and like put rocks and stuff and then like when i was 13 i had a hermit crab die so i had like a little like my family didn't care so i just like took my little hermit crab and had like a little lonely funeral in the backyard and i think i had named the hermit crab after a member of good charlotte so like it had a member of good charlotte's name written on the rock that i used as its gravestone wow (laughs) that's awesome we didn't have pet uh we didn't have classroom pets I remember in, in like, fourth grade, we had mealworms. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And in, in sixth grade, grade, we had crayfish. We had mealworms to feed our ch- baby chicks. Yeah. Well, we only one, one classroom had baby chicks at one point. They, I was so jealous of them. We had crayfish in sixth grade, and I <gasps> loved them. I thought they were, like, the coolest thing ever. How weird is a class pet? Like, I wouldn't trust kids to take a pet home with them when when it's one child with one thing for everyone like that that's too much responsibility for a little kid um the pranks kind of uh get extreme between uh miranda and kate and miranda does something uh, you know a little crazy she puts nail polish i think inside of a hairspray bottle it was food coloring Food coloring. Oh, okay. And Kate gets some nice green highlights. Also, just had to take a note. Gordo doesn't have much say in this episode, but what he does say is, like, how he can't deal with broccoli, and he pushes, like, a giant thing of broccoli off his plate. It was like It's like a whole head. Yeah. Someone went through the work, they steamed that broccoli, and he just wasted it. In a scene prior to this, you see them going through the line, uh, the the food line in the cafeteria, like picking what they want. Yeah. So to me, Gordo picked that broccoli 
and then was like, no, I don't, I don't eat broccoli. It doesn't agree with me. So I thought Gordo was going to make this huge, like, talk to Lizzie about how he chooses to face his fears. And even though he doesn't like broccoli, he'll try to make it work. You know, the way Lizzie should stand up to Kate and finally tell her it was her. He wrote that message. But he doesn't. He just pushes the broccoli off his plate. Don't think we had, like, too went hard a little there. bit out of We went a little bit out of order, so I was, like, trying to figure out where we were again. Oh, so basically, while the funeral's happening, Lizzie's just kind of standing there, staring off into space. And Matt was like, I'm really a Miss Lizzie the Lizard. Um, she was a good friend. And Lizzie's like, good friend, good friend. And then she sees everyone's face and everyone's like, Lizzie. But basically she's thinking about how she's kind of letting Miranda take all of the heat for something that she wrote. And how Lizzie really isn't being a good friend to Miranda, you know, letting all these things happen to her. I would say it's Miranda's fault. To be honest. A 100, like, she didn't, like, Lizzie she didn't ask her to do this for her. She, yeah, she, like, jumped in front of, it'd be, like, the equivalent of, like, jumping in front of your friend who's about to get shot. Like, it's super dope that you did it, but you also, like, do it on your own volition. Like, she insisted that Lizzie let her do this because she's like, I'm stronger than you, Lizzie. I think what Josh is saying, like, it's kind of Miranda's fault because her computer malfunctioned. Like... That too. Yeah. 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 I hadn't thought about that. (laughs) Without them leaking it to um, 600 students or whatever. Uh, We got like a cool cartoon thing where it's like Lizzie and her mom are there in the car. She's like, please don't ask me how I am. Please don't ask me how I am. And so, of course, mom asks what's wrong. And she gets a wonderful life lesson talk from her mother. And she learns that her mother is a person too who's made her own mistakes, but ultimately, in the end, it's best to own up to, you know, your mistakes. I thought that was, like, a a pretty big revelation for her to have, and, like, she wasn't, like, my mom's human, my mom's normal, like, she makes mistakes, too. My mom's not perfect. And I feel like when you first have that realization, you're just like, what? Yeah. (laughs) What? Like, it's not just a, yeah, my mom's the same as me. It's like, uh, my mom's the same as me. Everything is a lie. We're all screwed. Like when you realize how old you're turning every birthday and you're like, I don't have anything figured out. Wait, my mom had me when she was like 23. Wait, who let a 23 year old raise me? Yes. Yeah. We get a wonderful montage of Lizzie practicing how she's going to um, let Kate know that it was her. Um, So we get a whole wonderful montage of, oh, hey, Kate. Um, Kate, uh, hey there, Kate, um... Lizzie goes up to Kate and tries to, like, get her attention and tries to talk to her, and Kate's like, I'm too cool for this, I don't have time for you, and starts walking away, and then Lizzie's like, oh no, hold on, I was not done talking to you, and then she tells her, she, like, fesses up that she was the one who said it. Kate says something about, like, Lizzie being a freak, because that was the choice insult for the popular girls on these shows, and the pep rally starts, what could go wrong? Yeah, you best be worried, Lizzie, because uh, something's going to happen at the prep rally. Meanwhile, the parents um, realize the lizard may not actually be dead. <laughs> it might be hibernating. But, like, too little too late on the parents' end. <laughs> They're oh. like, shoot, we just murdered that lizard. And he's been buried in the ground. 
for quite a while now. So they dig him up, <laughs> put him, put him in, a, and they like keep him in the box. And they just hand it to Matt. They're like, he's hibernating, and Matt's like, he's upside down. They were like, oh no, it's fine, it's totally fine. Put it back it's in. Fine. Just fine. take him to school. Yeah, it's okay. Lizzie, finally, she just musters up that courage, and she's like, no, I have to do this now. I am a strong, independent woman, and she runs up to Kate, and she like is still stuttering. And Kate turns around because she's totally done with it. And Lizzie touches her arm and Kate turns around. She's like, you touched me. But Lizzie finally fesses up. She's like, I'm sorry what I wrote. It wasn't right. She had like the most adult apology I've ever heard in my life. Like it was so well worded and like diplomatic. And Kate was just like, don't care. Uh, And Lizzie's like, so you're not going to ruin Miranda's life? And Kate's like, of course not. Um... You know, that wouldn't be right. She didn't do anything. And then she goes on to have her cheerleader friends perform the meanest cheer for a pep rally. I don't know what teacher wasn't there that would have been like, um, that's not what we practiced. Thank you. I was, yeah, I, this entire show, I was wondering, where are the teachers? Where are the faculty? <laughs> yeah. We literally didn't see anyone, I don't think. Who is this club? being sponsored by because they're not doing their <laughs> yeah. job and that was basically the episode yeah i think one of my favorite parts about it like it's very uh, we've talked about how relatable it is already but the the problem in the episode like lizzie said something stupid and it just it's so high school because the littlest thing would happen and you'd be like my world is over everything mm-hmm. is the worst I'm going to mm-hmm. go listen to Simple Plan for four hours now. Like, <laughs> realistically, this issue isn't that big of a deal. But, like, in high school brain, like, yeah. you would be consumed like Lizzie was. I mean, yes. it still happened. I don't fixate on things. I'm an adult. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> you deal with your problems flat out. Very <laughs> rationally. Oh, oh, good. Yes, kids, that's what happens when you reach a certain age. You just can handle yourself extremely well i can't wait what's that that age age. (laughs) 101 no cool make it there you can do days life goals (laughs) (laughs) to live until 101 actually a good goal to have did we learn any lessons i learned that lizards hibernate and that you shouldn't assume they're dead and bury them alive is the biggest lesson i took away from this that's a good lesson. I learned that parents don't uh, handle pets well. <laughs> okay, <laughs> to be fair, like, this pet, the school pet, lived at their house, and it was basically up to the parents to take care of them all day. I learned. For the serious actual lesson, we turned to Josh. No, I, I don't. I don't know. Did I learn anything from this? I, um, gosh. I guess it is, like, a thing, even though it wasn't necessarily Lizzie's fault, and I don't think she should have had to apologize to Kate, honestly. Like, she has her own opinion, she can have it, it's fine. But, like, it was pretty much the right thing to do to clear the air and be like, yo, I said this, and I didn't mean for it to get out that far and for people to, like, make jokes about it. Um, So I'm sorry I said that. Like, I think she deserved to, to apologize to her. Like, the thing she said was 
like pretty shitty. And and people get over things quickly. People like the okay, school. Yes, okay. That that was the ending. Is that by the time Lizzie had fixed all of this, there was a new drama. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the lesson I learned. The next movie we have is Xenon the sequel. <gasps> I am so excited for that. I love the Xenon movies. Dude, we got some good ones coming up. We got Xenon the sequel. We got Motorcross, which like, I don't know. I oh think that's gosh, the one with yes. America Ferreira. No, it's not. This is about boys. I know, Who's in cool. this? I love it. Okay, I don't know any of these people. I'm not excited about motocross anymore. You should be because you'll you will love it. It's rad. And then and then and then and then we got Look at the Irish, which I've seen approximately oh. 17 billion times and I'm very into. And we got some good ones coming. I think Jumping Ship was like a thing, right? Sounds right. Okay, seriously, it's another Lawrence Brother movie. How many of these oh. are there? Oh my god. Thanks for listening to this episode of We're Potting This Together. If you have any questions, comments, or memories of your favorite Disney Channel original movie, you can find us on social media or email us at pottingthistogether at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review. Later! Later!